Looks like we're good to go here, fellas. Hey guys, and what is going on? Welcome tonight to the Xbox Roundtable podcast. This is episode number 203. Happy Halloween to all our faithful listeners joining us tonight. While there's nothing spooky on the menu for tonight during this show, I hope that you're getting festive wherever you're at, kicking back with a good horror game, or hey, you know what, whatever it may be that you enjoy on this day, just, you know, hopefully just having a good time, safe and sound. Anyways, I'm Invader, and we definitely do have a lot to talk about tonight. We had the Halo Infinite campaign overview drop. We'll give our thoughts on that. There's also a number of Xbox projects that were leaked out. We'll get down into those and much, much more. Of course, there is all kinds of news going about. But of course, I got to introduce everybody on the panel. And joining us tonight is a very passionate Xbox fan and community member. Please welcome Xbox University. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Hey, how y'all doing? Thanks for the invite. You know, I'm happy to be here. Anytime you want, um, just definitely I'm happy about Xbox and what Xbox is doing right now. So always happy to be a part of any type of discussions. All right, wonderful, buddy. It is great to have you here, and we look forward to hearing all your commentary. Now let's move over to the TXR crew as people are filing in for the show. Tim, buddy, hey, how you doing? Good, glad to be here. Uh, happy about Xbox University making his debut on, uh, on this podcast. Uh, I'm a fan of his Twitter. Uh, obviously goes uh, hard in the uh, box and, and, you know, speaks... Uh, a lot of truth and um, points out a lot of BS that goes on. And uh, yeah, just, glad I'm the <laughs> just glad to have you on and uh, it's going to be a nice podcast. Yeah, no, I definitely agreed there, pal. Agreed, Tim. Uh, moving on down the list here, General MLD, buddy. Happy Halloween. Uh, how's it going? I noticed that you had uh, a costume on uh, yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yes. Uh... Uh, good to be here. Uh, yeah, had a Halloween house party at a friend's house. I went as Marcus Phoenix, the uh, the new generation Marcus Phoenix, because I didn't want to shave my beard. So, so there's that. But yeah, it was great. It's good. Uh, Xbox University. Uh, always a big fan of your of your tweets. You get right in there. You just cut right through it. You you talk to you. You don't let anybody intimidate you. And it's great to finally uh, be chatting with you in person here. Definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. Lots of welcomes to the show. Uh, moving on down here, Eric Shockley, buddy. How's the week been treating you? Pretty good, pretty good. My, uh, unfortunately, my Colts lost in overtime. Uh, but other than that, went to that game. That was pretty cool, though. Um, finally beat uh, Metroid. Um, so And moved on to Mario Party Superstars. Got my first win, my first online match. So... That game's a good, good uh, stroll down memory lane. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, okay. I've been yeah, I've been looking at that title. I mean, Metroid Dread kind of uh, intrigues me a little more because, again, going back, I'm a Metroid fan. But you know, nothing wrong with those party games. They're a heck of a lot of fun. So I might pick that up at some point. Um, yeah, it feels like a perfect mix of like the 2D Metroid, but kind of up upping it to like. Uh, like Metroid Prime, because you kind of get more of those cinematics and that armor look than like the 2D Metroids that you used to play. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And last but not least, Centurion. What's up, brother? 
What is up, guys? It is Sunday night. It is amazing to meet the guest, the infamous Xbox University. This is my first time interacting with him, but I definitely know of him. But it is time for the TXR podcast, time for some fun. It's Halloween night. The tricks are already occurring before the pre-chat fanboy came in here and blew out everybody's eardrums. It's been great. <laughs> yeah, he's not lying. That definitely wasn't a treat like six, seven minutes ago. <laughs> oh, my poor ears. I accidentally ears. left the voice synthesizer on and I had no idea. <laughs> Yeah, I, th I think me and poor Xbox University here had lost our hearing for a minute, but <laughs> it's okay, brother. Don't worry about it. Uh, you can call me Uni for short. Just call me Uni for short. All right, I know yeah. that's a long name. <laughs> you got it, man. Uh, guys, before we start, just a quick reminder, everyone, to share out this episode and let everyone know that TXR is live now. Also, hey, you know what? Leave a like and, you know, help us out. You know, it helps us out a lot when you share this out, uh, leave a like, and subbing to the channel. Also, don't forget to turn on notifications as, hey, you don't want to miss when we're going live, right? But with that out of the way, let's get into things, shall we? And on Monday, uh, actually on Sunday, like late Sunday, we we're talking about this. Xbox was teasing out uh, Halo campaign overview. Everyone was like, whoa, this is out of nowhere. Like... They're dropping something, and they did. On Monday, Xbox dropped a trailer for the Halo Infinite campaign, uh, giving everyone a, I guess you'd call it a reintroduction to the story mode, giving us samples of things to come, some little tidbits, and generally, well, people seem to be pretty pumped for what uh, what they saw. Uh, Xbox Unia, what do you think of this latest Halo Infinite trailer? Well, I definitely think it was, it, it hit every tune that they needed to hit. Like, basically, it was very, oh, what's the word I should, I'm trying to use? Like, what the, the overview, it wasn't a campaign trailer. They, they definitely showed how they upgraded the graphics, the lighting, the atmosphere. They showed how the game is going to be open world. They showed a lot of different mechanics, like the RPG mechanics. That really got me interested in seeing what's going to happen. So the thing that really excited me to the to the max is how like they they springed it on us, they let us. It was just six minutes long, but in that six minutes, it set the world on fire. It was trending all over Twitter. Everybody, most of the people that watched it, you can see them from the YouTube likes and dislikes. How you know the Halo community really loved it. And, and, and like I said, I, I have to give a big shout out to 343 because what they went through through the last year, I can only imagine being part of that dev team and what they had to endure for, from, from, from all of the criticisms, from the critics, from people saying that, you know, the game was this and the game was that, and for them to have to do a complete 180 from E3 to now, and how they, they made the game look so much better. And we all played the fighting, so we already knew that the gameplay was on par. So all they had to really do was make sure that, you know, that the technical stuff, like the pop-ins and stuff was ironed out and to me they did a spectacular job they knocked it out the park and that's all if you're a real halo fan i mean there's nothing else you 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 wanted to see because they they focused on back on chief and that was my biggest complaint with halo 5 that they took the focus off of master chief that's what i want to see that's what we want to do we want to see that story so I, ca I can't wait to to jump in on december 8th i'm just mad they should have really like left it <laughs> two weeks before December 8th, because now I'm like, what am I going to do until December 8th? Like, it's been, damn, I still got like five, six weeks. But yeah, so I, I, I was very happy with it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, it kind of came out of nowhere. And like you said, uh, Xbox Uni, uh, like, they showed the major upgrades, like, uh, coming for the game. The graphics, the details, man, that they blow everybody away. I mean, even 343, they had a blog post, and even they joked that they... Uh, you know, they showed off Craig, per se, you know, just like a, a brute. And just the amount of detail on the model, uh, the facial, like the little crevices on the skin, the um, the hair, everything just like there's so much good detail to it. It's just really impressive. It kind of blew my mind. I mean, this is night and day from what we saw like well over, what, a year and a half ago? Like, it's just it, it's great. It's great. Um, I mean, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 I, no, 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 Tim, go ahead. I know you want to say something here. No, I just, I, I think that uh, Xbox Unity definitely um, pointed out the, the truth. Uh, it wasn't more of a trailer. It was, it was kind of like an overview or mm -hmm. uh, they kind of they, they, they kind of did it in a certain way. And I like the way they did it. They wanted to show that it was open world and they wanted to show... You know, they didn't basically just give you uh, like the the first one where they just had the guy playing. They 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 showed off the new elements. They showed off the scalability. They showed off uh, everything that they needed to show off. But um, you know, I mean, it was a very trying year uh, for them. Uh, I know, I know, people at Xbox. Uh, there was a lot of uh, when that happened, a lot of people were very upset. Chris Lee, unfortunately, got demoted. Um, and then they brought in Joe and, and, and Pierre Hines, Joe Staten and, and Pierre Hines. And uh, they definitely turned it around. And, I mean, me and you, Invader, I remember when they showed it last year, we, we still were excited because the gameplay was sick. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, we saw some of the stuff that could be ironed out. But they went over and beyond. The year helped them immensely. As Xbox Uni talked about, COVID definitely was a, a factor. And they, they, they tried to... Uh, you know, um, you know, uh, weather through that. And, and as we talked pre-show, uh, you know, Xbox Unity also brought up a good point that they didn't get that sympathy for COVID. Like, it was just like, people were like, it's a $500 million budget, which I don't even believe is true. I think that that was debunked a long time ago. But it was just like, you know, there was no, I mean, freaking Domino's was making fun of them think about that um but uh they really redeemed themselves and all i can say is is that i did talk to some people in redmond and they are ecstatic uh they feel redeemed and the team is like on cloud you know 11 right now they are super super uh involved getting this game out and they, they have a lot of momentum this was uh obviously something that they put out that they had a lot of uh, thought and uh, they were probably hesitant uh, at times or they knew that they had to nail it and they did uh, the analytics prove that and uh, we're still talking about Halo and it's still fresh you'll see even this this topic which you know obviously my uh, MLD and Centauri and everyone's going to put their points in it, it's going to go on a while because you know what we can't get enough of it so that's the beauty of Halo Halo is just, it's iconic. People go crazy about it. And I think that uh, it really has a tremendous amount of mo momentum, much more than Halo 5 did. And I cannot wait to see this game December 8th. 
see a big advantage of this type of uh of trailer uh, like the well, all the snippets of different things it's so much better because you can see so many different scenarios and so much more of what the game can do compared to last year seeing only a certain section of the map this way like all those questions were put to rest like we saw just like that that draw distance was so nice and like the weapons the enemy designs even the little halo things, like when Chief rescues the Marines and he says, you're safe, but then when he proceeds to drive him off a cliff, it's that kind of subtle stuff that makes it feel like the OG games once again. Like, I'm feeling like it's 2007. I, I, I'm feeling like the weeks before Halo 3 coming out. It, it's amazing that they were able to make me feel that, and I know I'm not alone with that. Mm -hmm. I think that's what people forget, though, is like just the sheer size. Like, people are saying, it's not open world. Um, but I'm like... It's pretty freaking open, like compared to, um, you know, what a lot of other what other open world games have been. It's pretty big. It's probably bigger or as big as some open world games in the past. Um, and it's it's funny. I keep seeing that picture go around where they compare the shot of the open openness in uh, Halo Infinite to it was Master Chief standing over it, and you kind of see the world. And then they can compare that to uh, that shot of god of war i think not sure if it's i'm pretty sure it's the newest one ragnarok um but i'm like can can you just on a whim right at this mo moment go to that place like it, that it's showing because it looks like that's kind of a like not actually there like it's there but not there <laughs> but i haven't seen i didn't watch the whole in depth anybody can totally correct me for anyone that watched the uh, god of war ragnarok trailer but i didn't think you guys have seen those comparisons that picture where it's like god of war or uh kratos standing over the vista and they're comparing master chief standing over the same vista and they're like look look at this quality difference but i'm like but master chief i can literally go to what i'm seeing but i don't know if i can go to in real time to where i'm seeing there without it loading or the mid bust that nonsense is um master chief we can play co-op this engine has to support co-op multiplayer. There's, um, it, it can hit 120 frames per second on the Series X. Like, there's a lot that has to go in. Plus, this engine has to work on the Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X, PC, all of that day one, and on the X Cloud as well. So, like I said, like I hate when people do stupid, like like they say, like, oh well, it doesn't look like this game, or it doesn't well, look yeah, like that I don't game, think you like, can move. Like you and I don't think you're you're can, gonna be able to move can like you can. jump. Well, I don't even think you're can gonna Kratos be able to move jump? like in Horizon. And I know there's gonna have pretty nice big size worlds, but I I don't think they're gonna be this wide open where you just hey just go on a banshee, go wherever, just in yeah, seconds, I mean, guys. So like I, said, I don't think you have that openness in this. Guys, so it has to load a lot more. Guys, that's Skybox. Remember in, uh, the, like, again, the video that they showed, uh, you had Master Chief. He's way high up in the air. He's against, like, a Forerunner building as a backdrop. He got this entire vista around you, and he hijacks, uh, like, a, a Banshee, or he comes out of one. He takes the skewer, pops one, and then, like, hijacks. And, like, he's doing all kinds of crazy crap midair, and it's like... You, yeah, you, like God of War is not built for that, but Halo is built for like these large scale uh, combat sections. That again, it's got, it looks like it's going to be some next level stuff that you can literally use any piece of 
the environment, any piece of, uh, again, just like the midair battles, like anything is like at your disposal. Even if you heard or if you read uh, Joe Staten's comments about uh, tackling the different uh, like banished locations, the different keeps, uh, keeps the different bases, uh, it's not so much where like oh you're given like a certain path or a certain set of weapons it's like you can literally tool out uh how you want to be how you want to approach things at your own will and then the enemies will adjust to that and it just like it, it really it just it sounds like very exciting stuff and everything is going to be very personalized for you just to take on and creating your own adventures in this game while still following through with the story. I mean, I, I, me, I'm excited for what they have in store just to go through these different keeps and bastions and to take on the Banished. I mean, you saw some of these little Banished mini-bosses or boss fights that they had, too. I mean, they look like uh, a lot of fun, too, to take them on. But... Oh, yeah. And it's so much more in that, too. I mean, because now we're having, what, the day-night cycle? And they're saying how that's going to affect enemy placement? Like, you're going to have the Sleeping Grunts or you're going to have sniper jackals at night. Uh, like, oh, how you can attack those banished bases from the ground, from the seal, from the air, just going from the front door. Like, it, this is classic Halo. Like, it just, here's, here's, here's the sandbox. Do what you like. Like, they, they nailed it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, we got a super chat from Logical for $5. Thank you very much, buddy. He says, what's up, everyone? Shout out to Xbox University. You love to see it. Hey, don't you love getting some appreciation in the chat, brother? That's awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, he's a, he's a fantastic guest. We, we really love having him on so far. Uh, but thank you very much. That's very much appreciated. Uh, Cent <laughs> uh, Centurion Buddy, uh, what did you think of it? What did you think of what 343 released? Uh, you know, to me, it seems like night and day from what we saw before. I was completely underwhelmed. No, I'm joking. <laughs> All right. So let me get my can of crunk juice here because we're going to burn this mother down. All right. We're going to compare this to God of War. Skyrim is more open than God of War. It was just very, very well done. Let's really think about this. You were in a boat freaking half the damn time in God of War, rowing around in a completely restricted area. There was things constantly going on, basically funneling you towards different parts of the game. It's not exactly where you were just like, oh, I'm going to go do this, that, and the other, and do whatever I want. No, you had to actually follow a certain series of events. Just because you could walk into the little world tree thing and go to a different world, it's still hub worlds. Um, Halo Infinite came off bigger than that, at least to me. Um, it actually reminded me more of Far Cry. Of Far Cry. Um, don't get me wrong, Far Cry isn't the world's largest game either, but with all the little checkpoints and the bases and the treasure hunts, like, let's really imagine, let's go into speculation world in my head. You know, we're going to have different types of enemy types outside of the new stuff they already show. But what I mean by different is we're going to have probably mini bosses, uh, heavy bosses, elite troops, the grunts like we talked about, the jackals. But I wouldn't be surprised if you're not going to have just your average jackal. You know, you'll have the normal jackal, but you might have an elite jackal that has more armor on them. Something that you have to kind of strategize around. Uh, let's see. There's going to be weapon upgrades. There's going to be armor upgrades for uh, Master Chief. Uh, some of these upgrades will probably be, be hidden behind certain characters that you have to hunt down or uh, an outpost you have to take down to get some of this stuff. 
Uh, I'm really looking forward to what they are doing with this game. I'm excited. It's actually something new. 343 is burying Bungie's Halo in the ground, and they are putting their stamp on the new Halo, in my opinion. And I cannot... Uh, man, I'm really excited. This is what we're... Can you think of another game, honestly, that has had this much hype for this long? I don't care about, oh, Spider-Man this, Spider-Man that over on PlayStation. Once you guys played that game, I didn't hear a single thing about that. But for some reason, Microsoft has been able to maintain the hype for Halo Infinite for months now by having betas, releasing content, updates, all that good stuff. And I feel it's just the train is going to keep going, especially after December. 8th because playing this game then we're going to get co-op then we're going to get forge then we're going to get expansions then we're going to get all the other community updates that they put inside this what'd you say ray tracing oh you know what though back on the ray tracing i have never walked into a game and been like this game's trash reflections aren't here I don't care. I don't care. No, I, I do think the <laughs> no. is kind of blown out, but I do think that what really that means is is that the graphics are still going to improve. From a year from now, the graphics will probably wow you just as much as it wowed you from a year from before. Maybe not as much, but the point is is that the game is a running code and it is going to be built upon, upon, upon. Uh, they supposedly have 10 years of content coming. So, uh, yeah, and I think, too, what you're saying, very good points. Um, it's Halo, though, Centurion. That's the thing. It's back to what Halo was. Like, people just this is what it was like they they they're infatuated with it it has long legs people just love talking about it just like i said when i was saying 10 15 minutes ago we could go on and on and on about it because of the character the lore um just everything about halo just about the master chief um it's just great i mean Xbox Uni said that, uh, you know, he had, uh, that was a big cr critic of of uh, them not playing as Master Chief. Uh, it was focused on Locke. And yeah, that was a big uh, criticism, but that just shows you how iconic Master Chief is and how people just just go gaga over this game. And it's well, definitely fun. Well, now that we've got yeah, this yeah. open world uh, aspect to the game, now that you mentioned Locke, what happens, like, you can technically put the main story on the back burner for Halo Infinite, and, like, say you pick up that clue, and you're like, oh, this is something that has to do with Locke. Let's go find out what happened to Locke. Or you Don't pick do up... Uh, what'd you <laughs> Don't say? Don't do that. Don't do Don't that, Xbox. Do... Well, they, they do can't... Not do that. They can't make no. Locke canon per se. There was a large population of people that did like Locke. They Don't probably... Don't his own game. Give what'd him you a spin-off. Give him a spin-off, like ODST. I, don't want I to think no it's going to be more like I think it's going to be more like a discovery thing where you get to discover what happened to Locke or the other members of the uh, the um, the teams that made up Halo Five because there was actually a number of characters like Buck and the other members of Master Chief's team in Halo Five and you never know it just Master Chief might have that side of him where he might want to actually tackle what has happened to other members of his team because he had a connection with those members 
And that's where I just feel with the open world nature, we're not going to have this straight linear path that's like we go from A to B to C to D. It's just like, uh, I'm going to put the main story on hold because this has my interest right now and I want to explore this avenue that they're taking me down before I go do the main campaign. Uh, I'm just really curious on how far stretching this world is going to be and then like everybody's like oh it's not totally open world well good luck on grasping at that straw because they're also going to be adding to this you never know when one of the expansions we might turn this game on and all of a sudden there's a whole nother part of the halo ring that they've opened up for us mm -hmm. okay yeah so I, I i i agree with some stuff you said and a lot of stuff you say i'm like okay the only connection i want them to focus on is the connection between master chief and cortana that's what they need to get back to. That's, that, to me, that's what Halo is. Like, when Cortana started going rogue, I'm like, I remember playing, I'm like, what is, what is going on, man? What, what is going on? Like, the, one of the biggest complaints that I've seen in the community of Halo 5 is that you had to, it seems like in Halo 5, every, the story was so complicated that you had to read all the books, watch all the movies, the TV show, everything just to, get, to understand what was going on in this game. And that shouldn't be. And they're trying to do like a, a spiritual reboot and get new players in. So they have to, I, I don't want to say it like this, but somehow dumb down the story to make it more relatable to everyone, including new people. You can't just think that they want to bring new people in. That's why it's free to play. They want to bring all type of new people in. And they, to me, they need to focus on what makes Halo great, which is the Master Chief and Cortana and how they fight to save humanity. And about the open world thing, like I said, open world is a gift and a curse. Remember that. The problem with a lot of the open worlds is that it's just basically empty sandboxes with a lot of bloatware, with a lot of repetitive missions and go fetch this and fetch quests and stuff like that. We don't want that. Like, I would prefer a shorter game. Mm -hmm. If you just get sweet and to the point, then you stretch it out and make it bloatware of just a bunch of go here and clear this out. Go here and clear that out. So I don't mind it being open world, to be fair, but I want it to be unique. For example, Skyrim is open world, but they have a lot of unique um, quests and unique things to, to, do, to do, like side missions that don't even feel like side missions. And two, a lot of people never mention this, but I want to see the, the flood. We better see the flood. I don't want to hear it. They, see, but that's why I, I, I'm happy that they did an overview and not a trailer because I don't want them to spoil the story. They already showed too much, if, if you ask me, in my opinion. I was actually so, surprised. I was surprised, not to interrupt, but I was surprised they showed what they did like more towards the end there, uh, unveiling yeah. like new enemy. Like I, I'll be honest, I like I've seen well a bunch of the leaks. Again, I won't say anything, but it's like um, I was surprised yeah. that. Uh, yeah, they, they showed, like, the, uh, the Harbinger, the new enemy, because that enemy was talked about, oh. uh, last year, or alluded to by Eshram, uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm shocked that they showed off, uh, the Harbinger, and even that, uh, new, like, hovering was... enemy, the Skimmers, because, uh, you know, we still don't know uh, how they're exactly aligned to... So, you know, again... No, it just makes it me very curious, right? And like you said, Xbox Uni, you know, like they, I, I do think they opened up a lot. But either way, like, you know, are they, you know, can they win? I, I think they were being good by, again, just, you know, being a little more open with the story and where it's going. So I, I thought they showed some really cool stuff. Like, again, how they're attacking the bases and, like, you know, the bosses. And just, again, different things, you know, the stuff that you'll get to do in the sandbox. 
And yeah, I, again, I gotta commend 343. They seem to have really nailed things. I won't know until I have the game in my hand, but like, you know, we gotta think about it, guys. We're a month and like a week away from this game releasing. We're almost there. Um, yeah, and we have a treat next week with Forza Horizon to take our minds off of it. Was. But that's just, like I said, that's just so crazy. We're still talking about Halo, and we have Forza right and that game is going to blow our doors off. But, um, yeah, listen, I think, uh, like I discussed on another show, like people were trying to say, well, the trailer is, you know, leaves a lot of holes. A trailer or something can be the most mm. amazing trailer and get you hyped. And you actually watch the movie, and uh, it's a horror show, or it's just a horrible movie, or whatever. And I think the same thing could be for gaming. You can't tell that much off of like the story with this Halo with with that trailer. I think that they're a little keeping some of the stuff close to the vest. They haven't talked about Atriox, but Atriox is definitely going to be there. Um, they haven't talked about the flood. There's some good indication that that might be there. And listen, if they have that stuff, because it's Zeta Halo, so I I, I hope like mm -hmm. I, I like I do a lot of, of reading of the lore and stuff like that. So yeah. like, because it's Zeta Zeta Halo, like I, the flood has like it's gonna be there. But like I said, I don't want them to spoil anything because like what you said with with trailer, yeah. the worst type of movie trailer to me is when you're watching a movie trailer and the biggest moment of the movie they already spoil it in the trailer, yeah. and then you you come into the movie and you're like wait. They already show. Are are you kidding me? Like that's what the problem yeah. was with Halo Five marketing. They 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 literally hyped you up like it's gonna be Spartan Lock again, yes. Master Chief. And then when you get to that moment, you're like, wait, is that? that stuff that they tied in. That's a very good point. And I and I also said the same thing. Like everyone was like, oh, how amazing! Actually, the marketing. Shout out to Greenberg and, and the marketing crew. They won awards for Halo 5. Like, they said it was the best marketing, and it was tremendous marketing. But that it didn't fix the problems that, that we discussed and the problems with the story in Halo 5. I just think that there was such a, a, a focus on that in 2017 that Bonnie Ross, and I think she even alluded to it, they realize that the story has to be good, and I just feel like they're going to nail the story down, and I don't think they're going to have the same problems. And if they have the story down, we know the gameplay is down. It's probably a 10 of 10, the gameplay. Uh, and then the graphics will definitely look it's nice. You're talking about a really good game. And as we know, I mean, listen, the Halo, the Halo multiplayer was, I would say, the best received multiplayer I've beta I can remember, and um, that's the real thing that's going to be played years. I mean, years after the release, uh, you know, there's more to be said to the, for, for that. But uh, you know, this game is going to be, it's going to review well. I don't know if it's going to get over 90 Metacritic. Uh, but it still will be something. Damn sure better. Because, cutting you off, but it damn sure better. Because games like like Battlefield is launching at $70 with no single-player campaign. Like, I don't want to hear it. That stuff. Yeah. I don't think it's fair, Uni, that I agree with what you're saying, but I don't think that that's that stuff is accounted for, sadly. But it is. Yeah, because they, 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 they're saying, oh, they're missing features. I'm like, Halo, without features, 
is still more content and feature rich than 99% of all games that are on the market. Yes, yes. That's, very that's true. a fact. I hate, I, like, that's why I, I call myself the Mythbuster. I hate the nonsense. I hate, like, for example, they're talking about Halo Infinite's um, graphics don't blow me away. I'm like, the game y'all say is game of the year to y'all, which is Returnal, is at 1080p upscaling. What are y'all telling me? And y'all told me that game is great. So why, So it's either we care about graphics or we don't care about graphics. We can't just care about graphics when it, when it's to bash Xbox. But when it's, when it's your platform of choice, are we going to really bring up Nintendo? Are, are we saying this? Like, are, are we really gonna go, like, are we gonna go there? Like, Breath of the Wild was one of the best games I've ever played, and the graphics are trash. Let's just be real. I was playing it on a 720p screen. That's just a fact. So my point is, I gameplay is king. I am I'm playing a game. I'm not watching a Pixar movie. I'm playing a game. But there's a lot of people who they're so used to interactive movies, over the shoulder cinematic, cutscenes is 60% of the game stuff like that and that's what they they focus on now so i'm like but they only focus on it when it's convenient because like i said returnal people are telling me that's the game of the year listen to the jeff Keeley um spaces everybody <laughs> oh game, um, returnal, returnal returnal i'm like but like what what graphical um fidelity awards is returnal gonna win none so y'all don't care about graphics until it's xbox but it's cool anyway i just wanted to get that out well, that's a good point. I, I do think that uh, it's funny. I, I, I agree with you. Um, but I do think that when Forza Horizon, I mean, can a car game win, win game of the year? But I do think that when that, game, that, when that drops, it's going to be, I think it's going to be really high meta. I, I have real, uh, you know, I, I think that, that, that Playground nailed it, absolutely nailed it. And they nailed it with um the locality uh mexico is just the perfect place and like i say if anybody at xbox is listening let me tell y'all thank y'all for knocking it out of the park playground games is one of the best pickups like they don't like they don't mention it i don't know what it is about xbox where we can't just like xbox as a brand xbox as a company can't get credit where it's due and i give credit where it's due like for example I'm not, you're not going to hear me bashing God of War because it was a great goddamn game. Just like Spider-Man was a great game. Just like Returnal is a great game. I just was pointing out the, 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 the hypocrisies, but it is a great game. My point is a great game is a great game regardless. But for some reason, when it's Forza, they say it's just a racing game. It's just another Forza. But I'm like, it's only Forza number five. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank is number 16. I didn't hear anybody say just another Ratchet and Clank. See the difference? See what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, I, I didn't hear anybody say just another um, Gran Turismo. There's been seven of them. This is the seventh one. So there, there's been more Gran Turismo than, than Horizon 5 or, or mainline Halo games. But nobody says that. So, like I said, that's why people, <laughs> that's why I've been gaining a following. Because, like I said, I'm trying to do the myth busting. Like, there's a lot of fake narrative and fake thing that people say just to, to, to validate or to, to say, but it's really fake. Because if you look deep they, inside, uh... like, they say Forza Horizon Five is uh, you don't get the full game unless you buy the hundred dollar version oh, because they sell you cars after the fact. But there's more cars in Forza Horizon Five than what GT Seven is going to give you. So how are you going to call that incomplete when it has more cars than GT Seven? I don't want to hear anything from people who buy a two hundred dollar game from 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 Sony that has uh, that comes with a goddamn toy for two hundred dollars that doesn't even bring a disc. Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, like, so they complain about what they want to complain about. It, it, and like I said, it's not just Sony, to be fair. I don't want to focus on, because I own a PS5. 
and I, I, I have no problem with PlayStation fans. I just have problems with fanatics, and there are fanatics on the Xbox side as well. Mm-hmm. Trust me, there are. But I, I just don't like fanatics where they just are so loyal to any brand. Like the, when Xbox, if Xbox come out tomorrow and say, "Yo, we're getting rid of Game Pass," yo, we're gonna stop doing what we were doing. We're not, we're not gonna focus on games anymore. Back to TV, TV, TV. I'd be like, deuces, bye, quickly. I'm out. So I'm not here. To, 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 for, for, for brand loyalty. I'm here for gamer loyalty. I'm here for, for myself and for the people in the community. And that's why when Xbox messes up, we let them know. When Xbox is doing great, we let them know. But I don't like the fact where there's a lot of people who seem that no matter what a company does, they're like, well, for example, imagine your company makes record profits in a year, right? Record profits. Never made more profits than this. And then they turn around and raise the prices on video games. And instead of being mad about it, we, we turn around and say, yo, well, I understand, man, because of the quality and, you know, inflation. And, you know, the games have $60 yeah. been so long. I'm like, what? I'm like, come on, bro. Like, are y'all serious right now? Like, you, are y'all arguing for the profits of millionaires and billionaires? Oh, this is and what we and to make the inv- invalid argument about how, oh, when you go buy a, uh, a DVD, you don't get the Blu-ray version, so you should pay for your upgrades. And it's like, well, we don't care what's going on over there. The market competitor is the, one of the main market leaders is not doing that. And your competition is setting a standard that you shouldn't have to pay for multiple versions of your game. That's why they created smart delivery. But over on the other side, these guys are basically grasping at at the, and shooting for the stars, grasping at straws, trying to justify buying even the upgraded versions of their games that they're not even receiving. <laughs> that, 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 that's my problem. Like I said, <laughs> I don't hate fans. I, I, I dislike fanatics. And that's why I try to mid um, bus all the time. Because like I said, it's getting real crazy on Twitter. And some and the things that you see that get thousands of likes, I'm like, how did this get thousands? Thousands of people, thousands of people agree with this nonsense? Yep. Wow. Like, 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 like the internet is, is the wild, wild west. So like I said, I have to give credit where credit is due to people like Aaron Greenberg or people like even Phil, because I could imagine going through the internet every day and being unable to say something. <laughs> like even Tim, Tim has a big platform and there's certain things that I can do that Tim can't do. He's too big for that. Right. So like, I, 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 I'm like, damn. I don't know how I would react if, because there's so much things that you want to say, and I know once you have that check mark or whatever, or you represented the company, you can't. But I feel so bad for them because I'm like, you see the nonsense, but you can't say anything. Like, and it's one thing when fanboys do it, but then when the media does it, oh my goodness, I, I don't know how. I don't know how. Like, I, like I said, I, I give um, people, creators, cre- all creators, even not not just executives, but devs like said you worked your ass off for six seven years make your baby and then boom it comes out and then they have these fanatics tearing it apart on a zoom in zoom in for 400 times on a 480p screenshot to say yo look how terrible this game is somebody the other day said um 343 devs need to be tarred and feathered for this got 500 likes i said 500 nutcases agreeing that somebody should be tarred and feathered like like this is but this is the world we live in, man. Sorry, for, I got off topic. No, you could. You, that's that's why we like you. That's why uh, you know that's you. But I, I, I honestly, uh, you know, listen. Xbox has been not dealt the fairest of hands for the for the longest of times. But I do think they have gone a long way in um, getting to the point where uh, and I have to say the community 
uh, people like yourself and other people um, really have noticed some of this stuff over the last two years, three years. Uh, I've noticed people coming out against uh, the BS. But, you know, there was a time where Xbox was a punching bag and, you know, it was like, you know, that was... Some of that was, was like self-inflicted, to be fair. Some of that yeah, was self-inflicted. Yeah, they, they you know, the Don days and stuff, yeah. Yeah. We do, we don't but, talk about those days, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they 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 got some of the hate, but then it became, you know, just something where people wanted to do. But I mean, as far as myself, I remember telling um, you know, Xbox to them to, to people within Xbox, if you don't game create, I'm out. Basically it's about my living room experience. I love the company, I love what you guys do, but at the end of the day, um, I'm not being selfish, but it's what you can provide me and what you can provide on, on a content you know, basis. And I remember I had that conversation in 2017, and we joke about it. Some of the people that I had it with, we look back on it. But from 2017 to now, they have absolutely kicked ass. And now you're going into a, a, a different you know, you're taking another step, another level. Like they say, there's levels to this. And I think just Xbox is just really... It's it's to the point where you cannot not give it credit. And if you don't give it credit and you don't give it credit due, you're a fool and you look foolish because they're just... They're doing everything right. They're doing everything good by the gamers for the most part. And when they do screw up, our community is right there to put them in check, whether it's the Xbox Live thing that came up that was fixed within six hours um, or stuff like that. I, th I really feel like we have a, a great communication line with Xbox and, and you know, you know, podcasts like this and other Xbox podcasts uh, get listened to by them. And they, they definitely uh, take our, our words and they listen to them. They take them to heart. And, and that was one of the things that they took to heart for Halo uh, last year because I hate to say it, a lot of Xbox platform uh, uh, podcasts and everything were very hard on Xbox and 343, um, you know, and and it hurt. It, it it took it took took to them, and it's just great that they had righted themselves up and they they've done what they've done. Mm -hmm. Uh. I think we'll close out this topic. You want to do breaking news? Yeah, yeah, guys, because uh, what's Mike... happening right now is um they 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 say that Microsoft found a strategic alliance with with Sega for next gen titles or whatever. Wario sixty four on Twitter have just put that out, so I can, I can, I'm gonna retweet it. Music to my ears. Oh. Yeah, from the sounds of it, uh, yeah, both Microsoft and Sega have agreed in principle on a strategic alliance that explores for ways for Sega to produce large-scale global games in a next-generation development environment built on Microsoft's Azure cloud platform. The alliance would form a, a key part of Sega's mid-to-long-term strategy, allowing the business to move forward with Super Game, a new initiative for developing new and innovative titles where wow. the key focuses are global, online, community and ip utilization what the hell are we talking about 
Yeah, what is as long this? As, as long as, as, long as it, it, it means Persona, um, Persona 6 on Xbox, that's, that's what it better mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, they, it's just short of an acquisition. Just, just short of that. What the is this? Uh, Dropping that on, on TXR, and we have to... to... <laughs> Guys. Sound the alarm. What the hell just happened? What the so heck? I mean, yeah. yeah my, my, my boy just sent me the text. He's like, check this shit out. I was like, oh, shit. What, what does that yeah. mean? I yeah. have to... Re I mean, it, it looks like they're going to be using their Azure cloud platform, like the Azure servers, but I mean, this is a pretty big deal because how many games are going to be built on this? Like... This is huge news, bro. I mean, I, I got to ask. I got I. This is this talk to me like I'm a child Xbox executive, <laughs> you know, like because this is a lot of words. But my boy Everborn, man, on Twitter, check him out. He he, the one who just sent that to me. But um, like I said, I we need like in layman's term because I understand what it means. Like okay, they're gonna be using cloud Azure, yes. um, to 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 build yes, like yes, games yes. and stuff like that. But what does that have to do with X? Like does that is that a Microsoft and Sega thing? But does that involve Xbox in any way? Like, did the exclusives involved? Is there games that, like I said, where the hell is Persona? Can we get Persona on Xbox, please? <laughs> I'll beg. Like, please, somebody do do something. And I'm not even a biggest Sega fan because, to be fair, other than Yakuza, I have no use for them. But um, uh, and Persona, I have no use for them. But hey, I heard good things about that um, what what the Fantasy Star Online, I think it is, and stuff like that. So I mean, hopefully, you know it. it I, I never played Judgment, so I don't know about that game. So, but like I said, hope, it, more is always better. So I just hope that it, it, it you know, it equals into more games. But what is this? Is organic stuff? growth? What strategic titles? <laughs> they don't say. Like I hate when they do yeah. that. That, that like, say, say what you want to say. Like talk game. to me like a child. Like a child. Like what you said. Yeah. Yeah, Microsoft and Sega have agreed upon the foundation for this alliance and through mutual cooperation. Uh, we'll look to build further technological evolutions with areas such as the network infrastructure and communication tools required for global online services being a key priority. Additionally, by shifting to a next generation development platform, Sega can effectively adapt to diversifying work styles and, and potential infrastructure changes. What is going on uh, here, guys? Like, I think it has to be a game, or maybe it's some type of title. I, I, I don't know what that means. I'm trying to figure out what people are saying. It, it could be um, like them using the cloud, yeah, um, to to you get their library out there too, because that's what Sega has been doing a lot, where they've been trying to find Sega different ways. Well, maybe they're trying to build games on the cloud, like how they were talking about. Um, um, what's the name? Kojima was doing a cloud-based yeah. game and stuff like that. Yeah, Maybe that's what uh, has been trying to do different things of like different wow, channels, like different subscriptions. They've been trying to like this that. Big, but I'm literally almost a little flat because I've been predicting for months <laughs> <laughs> that the next big acquisition. Y'all, y'all see my timeline. I know. I, listen, Microsoft. If y'all hearing me, if y'all hearing me, y'all have to have to throw the bag at Take Two. Because that is the only thing that that can guarantee that Game Pass works. Like, I'll like tell you all about Square Pass, Enix. Oh, no, I don't care about some Square Enix. <laughs> like, whatever. Like, I'm like, this is why. This is why. This is why I say this. 
because it hits every note that they want. One, it has groundbreaking IP that would guarantee to move um, subscription. If you can say Elder Scrolls 6 and Grand Theft Auto 6 are exclusive to, uh, to platforms where Game Pass exists, I bet you PlayStation say, yo, can we get that over here? Instantly, right? That's number one. Number two, um, like I said, it removes a lot of Xbox consoles and subscription sales. Number three, um, Take-Two comes with uh, its own sports title, so at least you'll have NBA 2K Day 1 every year in Game Pass. And then people would be like, hey, let me just get an Xbox, because if I buy 2K every year, Game Pass literally will pay for the Xbox with the money I'm saving. That's number two. Number three, there's a lot of PC titles, and you know they're big into Game Pass PC right now. So if you can put Age of Empires along with Civilization, along with X, um, with XCOM, come on, man. Come on. Like, how could you beat that with RTS? And, of course, Gears Tactics as well. Like, so it, it gives you PC titles. It gives you um, groundbreaking IP, Rockstar and Bethesda, whatever the case may be. Also, you get, like, Max Payne. You get um, Bioshock. You get, like, a lot of big IPs, just like with the Bethesda deal. And mm -hmm. that right there will seal. Then nobody will be asking anymore if Game Pass is going to work. That would go through the window. Now it's going to be like, is this fair? <laughs> now it's going to be like, is this fear? This is not fear because, you know, I'm not, Microsoft just got announced to be the world's most valuable company two days ago. So y'all got the money, Microsoft. Throw the bag. Y'all so, was going to put $40 billion at TikTok. This is what I'm thinking. It's, it's Sega games that are going to utilize the cloud on Azure. So basically the game's going to be created with the Azure platform in mind and you can take it from wherever you want there. The game's probably going to be exclusive. It's probably definitely at the very least going to be on uh Game, game Pass and this is big. So Wow. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, too, because even like because we've been hearing rumors about some games and we are going to be moving on to a topic that talks about some leaked projects. But even again, we've been talking about Xbox uh, working with possibly Hideo Kojima. And there was talk about him using, you know, Azure for his next project. I mean, Xbox Game Studios and Microsoft seems to be really willing and really pushing to be using their cloud based services. Like, it, it's crazy. I mean, to get. To get a publisher Xbox like publishing. Sega, yeah, to get a, a publisher like Sega involved like this is huge. Remember, they're, they're also working with 200 indep independent Japanese devs that they announced at the, the Tokyo Game Awards. Um, they, so they're working with 200 Japanese devs to bring games to, you know, Xbox and investing in those. So, so I love the fact how they're trying to branch out and get more Japanese support, more Asian support from or support from all types of different countries. Because who cares where the good games are coming from? We just need representation because Game Pass, they're trying to make it a worldwide thing. So it's always great to see. And this, this strategic alliance with, with Sega, that guarantees that we know that going forward, they're going to have the, 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 basically the support uh, of a, a big... big uh, here's the whole thing. Okay, so uh, I'm going to put this in the chat. or am put in the thing. And this is the whole entire thing. This is the whole press release. And it's up five... 76 on the thing. I'm going to put it in the um, thing and then maybe uh, Invader if you want to read it. Mm -hmm. um, it's lengthy, but maybe we you know, 
I think what I just said, uh, as far as with the platform in mind, um, is what it means. But I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it in the chat right now, and it's going in right now. And then uh, we'll take it from there. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm hitting up people, and they, it seems like a big deal. All right. Yeah, I got it in front of me, Tim. Uh, yeah, Sega press release. Wow. Uh, yeah, Sega, Microsoft to explore strategic alliance and create new strategic titles for Sega and establish an ex-development environment. Uh, what does that mean? Um, yeah, that's right, MLD. <laughs> Built on Microsoft Azure yeah. Cloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are... to long-term strategy super game this is freaking awesome man yeah well here's the key word yeah you're right tim here's the key word from this the alliance would form a key part of sega's mid to long-term strategy allowing the business to move forward with super game whatever the heck that is a new initiative for developing new and innovative titles where the key fo the key focuses are global online community and ip utilization I mean, there's a lot that can be taken out of uh, <laughs> this wording wow. here. MMO persona. MMO persona. We, yeah, I'm thinking well, like MMO, like Sora Online or something like that. <laughs> so we've all heard Phil Spencer talk in the past uh, about xCloud, about how they wanted uh, it to be more than just people being able to play games. They wanted to allow developers to also to be able to build games physically in the cloud. And with today's changing um, world, especially with a lot of people working from home, we saw some severe limitations on the Microsoft side on basically limitations on, produ on game production because of people working from home. I can only imagine how detrimental that was to a company like Sega because we're talking about Microsoft. They have Microsoft Teams and numerous technological innovations under their belt that could actually help with these these individuals building games from home and i'm pretty sure sega didn't have access to some of that and this is going to help sega continue going forward in creating new games innovative um they talked about strategic games obviously because sega probably still wants to stay somewhat independent right now some of these games would probably appear on other platforms but the strategic ones the big 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 ones are probably going to be under uh, the Microsoft banner, I don't know about exclusive, but for sure Microsoft might have marketing rights to a large percentage of these games. Um, and then also, like, yeah, right. So, but let's all you were also talking about them buying Sega. Um, the way it works, kind of in the Asian market, is it's not like here in the States where anybody can just come in, throw money on the table, and buy a company. Um, over there, it's a lot more restrictive and a partnership like this basically gets their foot in the door. And if the, after this, this, uh, strategic alliance has been around for a few years, they could probably start pursuing that whole goal of purchasing Sega because now they can go before the, the economic controls over in that part of the world and say, Hey, we've been working with them for X amount of years. This is what we've done. And this is how we've grown them. And that it basically makes it to where it's harder to just say no to somebody who just came over throwing money around when literally Microsoft is asserting itself as one of the backbones that are going to help keep Sega upright. Yeah, yeah. another thing about that is that you got to understand that to acquire a Japanese studio, right? 
as a com as a, a big American company like um, like Microsoft, it's a culture thing too. They don't want to just go over there, even if they could, like even even if they could get the laws and everything go to the regulatory bodies or whatever. You don't want to buy the company and then everybody just say e exits and be like, yo, I don't want to work here anymore, whatever, and exit because it, the the change the culture shock or the change of culture or you know whatever. So I think they need to grow in Japan, like like what they're doing, working with independent dev, doing partnerships, whatever, grow in Japan, increase their market share, become way more viable in Japan, and then they can go in and talk about acquisitions. But I don't think it's good to just go ahead and just be like, yo, let me get you over there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying that they have to, this is a good is, is a good thing with, with partnerships. And then now this opens yeah. the door to other companies saying, hey, well, what what if, if, they, if they're doing it, let's see what type of deal we can get with Microsoft for their Azure cloud, because that's the top cloud, you know, network in the world. So let's see what we can do. And then you, you, we might get more companies doing it. We might see Capcom or somebody else try, try to start a strategic partnership. So it, like I said, it's nothing but good to see this. Well, we might be able to actually get our first, uh, our first real cloud game like destruction in the world. Right. This sounds like if somebody could do it, Sega would be would be a prime candidate. Um, things things, you know what? This is kind of like what I remember Azure teasing, um, whether it be multiplayer in the cloud or, uh, you know, uh, cloud compute with the destruction. Um, they, they, they mentioned that uh, if you want to watch the Stadia reveal when they first talked about it, this was kind of their mindset. I just think Xbox now is kind of on the forefront, and they're they're setting the pace, and uh, Sony is uh, probably like, what the hell's going on right now? This is, yeah. I don't care what people say. Just got fanboy scared right now. I see people saying, well, it's still multiplayer, even if it is multiplayer. Uh, you know, you, it's still going to be probably most definitely Game Pass. There's no way they're making deals without Game Pass. Oh, I'm going to troll because I'm going to let them know that they better support the devs. You know, I'm on them today. So thanks for, thanks for reminding me, Tim. <laughs> well, even at the bottom here, guys, we are very pleased to announce today that we are considering an, a strategic alliance with Microsoft to help develop Sega's new super game initiative as well as build a next generation game development environment by considering a strategic partnership with microsoft we seek to further advance our game development so that our titles can be enjoyed by fans all over the world in this regard we aim to build an alliance that utilizes both sega's powerful game development uh, development capabilities and microsoft's cutting edge uh, technology and development environment i mean I'm still absorbing this information, but oh, and it's not the easiest uh, to 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 decipher. We don't want to give you any false hope, or it definitely looks like games. It definitely looks like exactly what we're talking about. Um, think, think. Uh, uh, in my opinion, think the Azure what they tease. There's going to be stuff like um, they talked about game multiplayer in the cloud. Now, what I'm talking about there is. Basically, when you initiate a game, we all know that it has a server, and that's the one of the Xboxes, and then that's the main server, and then it, it's off from there. If it's not dedicated server, if it's peer-to-peer, -peer. basically they could eliminate all that, and they have everything based solely in the cloud, which enables you to have uh, a limitless things like 256 players, 
um, even more. Thou the uh, uh, I mean, um, Google uh, teased a thousand players. Uh, you know, uh, it's you know these look like to be games built on Azure. Um, huge. Uh, you know, this is this is where. We're, 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 we're breaking into the new generation of gaming. This is a, a big deal. I think this has been going on for a while, been talked about for a while. Um, I'm getting the kickback that it is, it, it is in fact a big deal. It's not some, you know, just some paperwork in the, in, in, in the cloud that's never going to materialize. Uh, this is going to materialize in games. Um, and I think it's a safe bet to say that those games will be, at the very least, uh, Game Pass Day 1s. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean somebody's saying in the in the comments that there's a comment from sarah bond too somewhere I'm, I'm gonna have to look at that there's a lot of information going around guys but uh wow wow that's uh I, you know that's funny too because i remember I, there's been some teases by some uh some journalists and some publications about some news dropping monday so this must be it yeah, this has to be it. Has to be it. Yeah, hopefully uh, Phil Spencer will shed some light. Someone on on the Xbox side, I think they'll clarify it. I mean, they have to. I mean, yeah, they they will come out with comments. I'm sure Phil will, Aaron will, you know, all, all, you know, all, all of the um, the important personnel that you would think would comment, they they will, and and the official Microsoft accounts will, and Xbox accounts will. Uh, well, this could be it, or is it supposed to some like, it, like, like I said, it could be it. You're right. This is a big deal, especially since Microsoft has always been like, um, you know, struggling with Japanese support with JRPGs and stuff like that. So, anytime I hear Game Game Pass Day One, I'm down because I yeah. already have my Game Pass is, is paid up for the next three years, buddy. So just keep dropping them in there, Microsoft. I, I love it. I'm I have more than enough games to play. But like I said, um, keep hitting us with big news, Microsoft, because the more you do that, it, my, my account grows. So please, hit us with more. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, as the news keeps uh, unfolding here, fellas, we'll obviously keep you all up to date. But why don't we move on to uh, some other topics that made the rounds? Uh, because, again, this stuff is just trickling through. But regardless, this is... Man... This is huge. I mean, this is a big move for both companies. Oof. You know, let's digest all of this as it's all coming through here. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, we have some more news. And over the past week or so, we've seen information come out regarding, well, previously unknown Xbox Game Studio projects and titles. Some of them, uh, like some come from Windows Central's Jess Corden and other uh, Jeff Grubb from VentureBeat. They both tip, tipped us off about some stuff. And man, there's there's plenty of leaks coming. Uh, Tim, buddy, I'll I'll hit you up on this one because uh, there's quite a few games on here. Uh, are there is there anything from these leaks that really catch your eye that really stand out to you? Any of these game projects? Uh, yes, yeah, Shaolin uh, Wu Tang, which I have um, uh, looked into, and I'm hearing it's definitely uh, real. Um, they have a bunch of titles. It seems like Xbox Global was really injected with a lot of money um, because uh, they figured they have 23 studios. 
people want us to buy studios, but the end of the deal is, is content is key. There's much more ways to go about content and ways to do it without actually having to buy 50 studios. We can do something like uh, this, global. Let's let's make the global arm or that studio humongous. Let's have 15 projects under it. Let's have Contraband. Let's have IO Interactive. Let's have even smaller developers like this uh, studio that's doing Wu-Tang. Um, and then this Belfry game that looks like a... a I don't remember if there was a game... Wusaga. Uh, uh, I forgot it. There, was, there was two of it made by Sega. Uh, I think it's a, a game like that. Um, Project Saga. I forgot the uh, the full wording. But uh, the point is, is that Xbox looks like and Sarah Bond. And shout out to her. They are on a mission to give you a shit ton of games, and they are on a mission to be, at this point, not matched. Uh, looks like they're gonna have some. Uh, stuff that's just, you know, they're going to have big games, double-A games, they're going to have big names like Wu-Tang, they're going to have um, cloud games, they're going to have everything. Uh, and uh, that's it, it's just, uh, we are seeing a number one evaluated uh, company in the world flex its muscles right, right now, and uh, this might be scaring the Sony fanboys and some of the people that hate Xbox, but I hate to say it, you're not stopping this. This is a this is a Mack truck train with nitrous nitrous behind it. Uh, and like I said, I I think that Sarah Bond is really pushing her. Um, uh, she's really pushing pushing the the envelope here, and uh, it's great to see. Uh, it's great to hear the things that we're hearing and these projects are definitely real and they've been real for a long time. I knew about Wu-Tang for the longest time, but I said that I'm not going to say anything. Uh, and I, I, that's the reason why I get told things. I do not talk. I do not open my mouth. You guys know that. Uh, I wait for the I hope, you, I, hope you, I, I hope you're holding some secrets about Take Two, but continue. Uh, what game? Take two. The one thing I will I not be, the one thing I will not be keyed off on is uh, acquisitions. I've always said that on. I remember oh, one time I was in Twitter. I mean, I was in the Xbox chat with a Xbox executive, and there was a person in the room uh, that mentioned uh, the acquisition of a Poland studio. And let me tell you, you could cut the. Uh, the tension with a knife after that was asked. You don't ask those questions because simply you can get yourself in trouble. You also can get the person telling you that well, I information. Feel you. I feel you. To be fair, if I was in the Xbox chat, I'd be asking Sarah Bond for a date. But anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah. Sarah Bond is... We don't have to say it. We know. Anyway. Sarah Bond... I've given her... It's funny. Um, I just think that that she's a part of this. Uh, the people are saying I this. Thank you. You know, she seems like she's a part of the Sega thing uh, and of the projects. Uh, I really think we got a, a, a you know, a juggernaut there. Yeah. I've been said if Phil ever steps down, I think Sarah's going to take her. Yeah, I think place. she's going to. Yeah, I think she's going to. Yeah. Be, uh, it would be a good new move because, like I said, man, she's great. 
she represents the. I just wanted to know what took her so long to get on Twitter. Like it's like two months ago when she got on. I'm like, wait, where were you? I'm like, wait, wait you, you, you didn't have a Twitter before? That's crazy. But then the account says that it's been there for like years, but she just wasn't using it. But anyway, like like I said, she's a great representation for Xbox. Um, yes. Her, her yeah. and you know, uh, uh, Matt Booty, he doesn't speak a lot. But when he speaks, like I watched his interview the other day, I'm like, he's, he's cool. Why, why does he, why he's always hiding? Get out of here, man. Like they have, they have um, Herman Holtz all with, out here. Get out of here, Matt Booty. He has a name that you can't forget. But, um, <laughs> but um, like I said, I, I do appreciate my, one of my favorites, of course, is, you know, Stein and um, um, Aaron Greenberg, kind of Uncle Aaron. But like I said, all of them, like, yeah, Uncle Aaron, you know. <laughs> but all of them, to me, I just I love how the executives from Microsoft come out and they talk to the community, they interact with the community, they're, they're upfront, they're, they're transparent. And I can't stress that enough, the transparency. And they get bashed a lot for being honest, and I don't understand it. Like, people are literally happy to be lied to and want to be lied to and want to be led astray and run amok. And it makes no sense, but Xbox Speaking doing of lying doing. to yourself, the comment in the chat, apparently uh, apparently we can play stuff on PC on the Xbox side, so there's no point in buying an Xbox. Damn, what was, what was that? Oh, shit, PlayStation PC just came out. Oh. Be quiet. <laughs> be quiet. Just be quiet. Go sit down. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, I, it's almost like Microsoft is selling more Xboxes faster than they ever have before. Wonder why. If you can play all the games on PC, man, it's yeah. almost like everybody doesn't have a $5,000 PC. But every time I flip open Twitter, I see another person over in Asia just bought an Xbox Series S. So, I mean, apparently no one's buying them, but I love seeing yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, like, like I said, I, I just laugh at some, some people. Sometimes I bite, but there's a lot of comments a, a day that I just look, laugh, and continue because I can't keep going back and forth. With, they, they, no matter how much you block them, they make sock accounts and they have like one follower and there's like, like um, um, letters and numbers. And they just come on your page to say ridiculous, crazy stuff that they know they can't say. So I'm like, listen, when you hear dumb, some stuff I won't even go back for. You said you don't need an Xbox. You don't need any video game. It's a video game. Like, let, let's, let's be real. Like, some people just prefer to sit inside the couch and use the TV. Like I do. Tim does whatever the case may be. I have a PC, but I'm not going to use it um, for, for gaming like, like that. But anyway, like I said, it's just... No, I feel you on that. Every time I turn my... Dude, every time I want to record something off of my Xbox, my graphics card needs an update. I flipped on my computer yesterday. Uh, my uh, my other card needs an update. Every time I turn this computer on, something needs to be updated before I can do anything with it, which is one of the main aggravations why I don't use a PC as my gaming platform because I like to relax when I play games. I like to sit on my... My t on my couch and play my games on my 60 inch 4k television relaxing i don't want to sit upright with a microphone up in my grill and all that other fun stuff i mean no for me it's no quick resume my, oh that too that too yeah, man well, quick resume is a life changer I, yeah that's why i can't like i have a ps5 but i'm not gonna buy like 2k like 2k the perfect example why i bought in an xbox this gen because it's like now I don't have to go through the splash screens and see the licenses and see all the NBA teams pop up and then go to the start menu, see what new stuff they have showing off this week, what's new. I have to click through that, I have to click on the 
the the microwave then have to go to you have to load it into the the apartment then have to go to the to the microwave game and click and go into that when i have quick resume i just in a couple seconds i'm right back into the game on the third quarter where i was when i left it like 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 how can you you can't but like i said some people say that rumble is is more is, is more um new next gen like that, it makes me laugh. But like I said, we all know if my you, triggers you vibrate. Until, this is so next gen. Yeah, I'm like, but you don't know until you experience it. And a lot of people who are just hating is because they, they they haven't experienced it yet. But Microsoft acquire some studios like what I said, and they'll be over there. And once they experience Game Pass, you there's no going back. Game Pass is like, I don't want to say it. What 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 you go what you what you go what you experience <laughs> Game Pass and quick resume. It's life changing. Like you never play games the same again. Like right now, I play like three, four games at a time. If you watch my, if you follow me on Twitter, at uh, Xbox University. If you follow me, you'll see like I, I beat like a game a week, and I, but I'm playing like four or five games at the same time. Like right now, I'm playing Shadow of War, A Plague Tale, and I'm still playing 2K. I've played Back for Blood. Like I'm playing. And ground a little bit of grounded. I'm playing all of these games at the same time. I, I have to go and start um, control. And I'm trying to knock a lot of these games out before Halo and for Forza come out this week. But I'm like, damn, I'm gonna have to knock out one or two of these games because I, I don't have enough time. The problem with right. Game Pass is there's not enough time. That's literally it. But um, yeah. So thank, thanks, Xbox. Yeah, no, totally, man. And <laughs> yeah, the Game Pass has given given us all. Mm-hmm. It's not just just a fun show that just like we have everyone here and and just this dropped on us. I mean, my, my I think all of us are a little bit like what the hell's going. This is like I I think though what's great is is that they're close now with Sega and they have a relationship with Sega, and I think there's so many people that ask for this. People ask for this. I'm sorry, uh, Xbox Unity, even more than Take Two. People like they want the acquisition, but my point is is that there might not be an acquisition today, there might not be an acquisition tomorrow, but if these games actually start to hit and they're and they're really big, guess what? Sega's coming on. Yeah, it's coming on. It's a step in the right direction, and I'm one of those guys who wants Sega for a variety of reasons. The Game Pass catalog, friendly like. I, this is a step in the right direction, and I can wait as long as it, if that's in the future, if that's what they, their end goal is, I can wait because I want Sega. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, I, I love Sega, right? And I, I wouldn't mind. I don't care. Like more games is more games, and Sega makes great games. My problem, my point is, what's those reasons? Because I see like like what he said. There's a lot of people that want Sega, and I'm like, what am I missing here? I'm not buying. Who buys a console for Sonic in 2021? I need to know. So other than like Yakuza, which is already on Game Pass, by the way, all of them, which is a great thing. I still have to play them. Don't have enough time in the world. But um, uh, other than that and Persona, what games from Sega like are y'all excited excited about? Like, I don't know what games. And I'm talking to you, MLD. Like, what games from Sega like excite you the most? Well, I, I, I've always had a thing with Sonic. Like, uh, I've always I gamed on Nintendo as a kid, but I, I always had yeah, friends. You're, you're uh, Okay. Oh yeah, the, the, my friends had the Sega Genesis, playing Sonic Two, Sonic Three. I've always had a thing for that. 
But I've always wanted, again, I want to try Persona. But I think overall, though, it's because they make so many different things that they can, they, it's, like, it's, like, it's a greater good kind of thing. Like, they'll benefit oh, the okay. most amount of people, including yeah. their decades worth of backlog that can be permanently added to Game Pass. Like, that, that's huge. Like, literally 20 plus years of games on Game Pass permanently. Like, that to me is like, that's mind blowing to me. Like, they, they, they'll buy themselves into a lot of gaming history that predates PlayStation even entering the market. That, that, that's that's cool. I, I never thought of it like that. You, you yeah. know what? That was a great point. Thank you for that. Yeah, that is a big, like a, like a lot of history and the backlog that would come to Game Pass. And then, you know, that a lot of those games would be perfect for xCloud as well. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you, you're right. You're right. So I champion what uh, MLD just said because this is right up Microsoft's avenue. Microsoft is more focused on gaming and supporting gaming and preserving gaming while PlayStation is over here shoving their head up Disney's butt for Spider-Man. They're over here focusing on Crunchyroll. Like if you ever listen to Jim Ryan, Jim Ryan does not see the PlayStation as a gaming platform. They see it as an entertainment platform as an extension to the entertainment industry it's almost like they're going to start chasing that bone xbox did when they wanted to have the vcr netflix machine and you know mark my words on that but i'm dead serious that's why when you play most playstation exclusives they are cinematic experiences because that is what sony does they own sony productions that is a cinematic company cinematics is their thing mm-hmm yeah, I mean, you make a good point there, Centurion. I mean, uh, like, they do have strengths when it comes to these uh, cinematic games. I, I mean, uh, somebody had mentioned, you know, over-the-shoulder type games, uh, very similar in nature. They have a bunch of, again, they, they make good games, but just a lot of them are very... Yeah, they make great games. Yeah, exactly. The, just... the, the, problem, the problem is, like, they make great games and nobody can take them away with them. My problem is, there's nothing wrong with a one-and-done cinematic game. My problem is when all your games are one and done cinematic. Right. Like, that's what I love about Xbox's variety. Like, Project Belfi, we were talking about. That seems like a game that I didn't know I wanted until I, that, until I read about it. I'm like, you know what? That could be great. Or just like um, the Wu-Tang. I don't know shit about Wu-Tang, to be fair. I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm like, hey, listen. I, I, so there's a lot of games that you never knew that you loved until you tried it. For example... Civilization. I, I got it on sale on my Switch, right? For like $10. And when I tell you that's the most addictive game in the world, it's the most addictive game in the world. I had to force myself. I had to give my girl my Switch and say, hide it from me. Because <laughs> literally, I'm kidding. I, 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 it's always one more turn. Just one more turn. Just one more turn. And then before you know this, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. You're like, damn, I got to go to work. What the hell is one going on? One round so, of like, Civilization takes hours. Take days. You talking about hours? Days. Well, right, yeah, days, hours. You could, yeah. and you're yeah. like, where the hell? I've only played one match. Where'd all the time go? Yeah, exactly. So, like I said, but I never knew I would love that type of game until I tried it, and that's why Game Pass is so great, and that's why I want to play Age of Empires. And I'm kind of pissed that Microsoft. If anybody from Xbox is listening, stop the nonsense with um, launching games only on PC and then bringing it to Xbox a day later. That's a year later. It's fine for. I mean, I get it. You're starting out right now, and you you gotta get those things. But we want things like how Halo is launching and simultaneously, like for Age of Empires 5, try to make it simultaneously because there's a lot of mm -hmm. people on the console or prefer the console 
who don't want to go on PC or don't even own PCs. And I like, like I said, because I love Civilization, I'm like, damn, I probably would love Age of Empire. But do I really want to, like what you said, go on PC, install the drivers, do all of this, do all of that settings, do all of this. Do that. Like, I don't even use my Game Pass PC um, subscription. I, I, I probably should. But like I said, I don't want to also go on there and get stuck <laughs> and end up not playing anything but Age of Empires for two weeks. So mm-hmm. like I said, um, but I, that's one thing I hope that they work on going forward, like some construction, constructive criticism. Just, you know, like try to make it more silent. And I know certain games are harder, like RTS and Flight Sim. Flight Sim was a damn marvel that you got to work on a console anyway. So I, I'll give you credit on that. But in the future, let's try to do simultaneously so we can have the the platforms seem more ubiquitous. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. And you bring up a good point. Uh, but before uh, we move on, uh, Mr. Kima, $5 for Xbox University in the building. You got that right, brother. He is here and uh, rocking it with the TXR crew. Thank uh, you, Woody. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Uh, you Yeah, you make a good point about Age of Empires, and uh, maybe we should go on to that because Age of Empires 4, it's finally released, and... Hey guys, it seems to be getting some pretty generally favorable like commentary reviews. Uh, been saying, be, well, I've been seeing some good stuff about it, and Xbox fans have been wondering, like again, like you were saying, you know, if this will like, you know, it's already hit P- PC, but will it come over to console? And you know, are they gonna, you know, eventually move over to like same day PC console again for these titles? Uh, Shockley, buddy, I, I know that, you know, you're up to date on these kinds of matters, especially, like, some PC stuff. Uh, do you think we could see this title, uh, come over to the Xbox? I mean, I, I definitely think we would, eventually, um, especially after we finally got, like, Fly Simulator, because that would be a game that, you know, I wouldn't think would have, like, made it over here. Like, we've had RTS games um like on consoles before not that they've always worked that great but um pretty much flight simulator they never even attempted that um during the 360 era and they were selling a ton of flight simulator pc games um but yeah i mean i definitely think we will it's it but it'll probably be where it's they got the pc market because that's going to be their bread and butter on whether those games succeed or not um because that's just how those games are going to be enjoyed more like when you have a mouse and keyboard it's going to be a much better experience uh playing like an rts like that um so i think that and i think that's it makes sense for them focus your resources on pc first and then bring that game up because you're going to be bringing it over to buy a game pass anyway so people are going to try it they're like oh okay it's just like with flight simulator it was a year later and i jumped in it and you know played around with it for a month or so. Um, so, I mean, I, th- I think that's going to be their, their go-to, which, which is smart. Make sure the PC, everybody's happy there. Cause if, cause if it comes out on Xbox and it's like, Hey, it's running good on Xbox, but it's not on PC. Those games are going to just die. So, um, but yeah, what they could do is just to get around that is if they do bring it to uh console, um, I could see at least simultaneously releasing it, just make it so, hey, we don't have controller controls down, Pat, but hey, you can plug in a mouse and keyboard and play it that way. So at least they're not having to try to like work that and make it like feasible, um, like with Halo Wars. But 
Um, but otherwise, yeah, I've been, I don't think I've ever played a Age of Empires game. I played a lot of like RTS games, StarCraft and like Warcraft. Mm-hmm. But this, I don't know. There's some with the civilization civilization games that just haven't intrigued me. Whereas like at least StarCraft, you had at least some sci-fi aspect to it, or Warcraft, you had your kind of like heroes that you could like level up, which was kind of cool. This seems more of kind of like a sim like when you're making like your if you've ever played like sim city or something you know something where you're just there's not like a cool aspect but i know a lot of people love it so um but yeah they should definitely uh at least just bring it over for mouse and keyboard i haven't mm-hmm. actually apparently xbox does have mouse and keyboard support correct i've just never even hooked up anything so i mean um, i believe so Oh, okay. So I mean, it, I mean, if they can just get at least get that to work, so because um, I know that trying to get it to work with a controller is always kind of difficult. It's not the easiest way to try to get all those inputs to somehow get it to work on controller and work, you know, well. So. Well, I mean, just like a few days ago, they had Iron Harvest, that uh, popular PC RTS, make its way over to console. Apparently. I've been hearing really good things about that. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on the input, but again, that's a very recent uh, beloved RTS uh, that released, I think, a year ago. And uh, I'm hearing good things about it. And if they can pull something off similar to, again, Halo Wars is a little bit different, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, that cut out there? Well, I was talking there. Oh, that's... (laughs) No worries, buddy. No worries. But I mean, I, I mean, I think it's possible. I mean, maybe like we'll see what happens. I think they will do uh, controller support, uh, being a first-party title. But yeah, I mean, definitely if they they could get the keyboard and mouse going on the console end. I know that they've had a lot of products come out for it with Razer, for example, for Xbox products with them. Then yeah, that works. I mean, but I, I do think it's likely that we will see it. In a recent uh, interview, uh, the World's Edge creative director Adam Isgreen, uh, he hinted that they're looking into a like a a console, like working at a on a console uh, port after the release, the PC release. So, I don't know, guys, we could see a situation here where it's like Gears Tactics or Flight Simulator have have this game possibly coming out six to twelve months after the PC release date. I mean, I, personally, I, I mean, I would love them to come out the, the same date as uh, Xbox Uni was talking about. I, you know, that'd be fair. But at the same time, I do understand the constraints of game development and, you know, especially, you know, with the time that we're in right now. And, you know, you're not the studios aren't exactly firing on all cylinders. So, you know, I understand some of the uh, the stress on these studios. So, again, if, that, if it comes out a few months later, I'm not too stressed, but... Ah, Age of Empires, that'd be a cool, cool series to have on console if they can make it work. Like, what do you guys think in the chat? Would you like to see it? I, I mean, I see some Company of Heroes love. Uh, yeah, and like Alvin, Shit. yeah, go ahead. Is it available on the cloud? Because that would be good. Like, because like I said, the, the reason I love Civilization on the Switch is because it's portable. You can go to work, you can chill the doctor's office, you can go when your girl is in the goddamn hairdresser taking three hours. You can just chill and play it on your Switch. So if they can do that on the cloud or get something like that, which like touch, touch I know it's gonna be hard. <laughs> they can like touch um, um, controls or whatever, but 
like RTS games and stuff, games that like you know you can get lost in. Those games would be great for portability. So hopefully mm-hmm. they can get all of that like go, to go through. Mm-hmm. Agreed. No, that'd be cool. I mean, it is available on Game Pass, so uh, I I am not a hundred percent sure if it's on the cloud right now. Please, somebody in the chat or in the comments after the show, please correct me. But I mean, if if it gets available on the cloud, yeah, man, I I totally gotta check check on that. That would be. Oh man, that'd be big, yeah. Um, let's see in the chat. In my opinion, not about the partnership. Uh, one reason MS might buy Sega is because of Relic and Atlas. Ooh, maybe. I mean, Relic Entertainment, yeah, has been working on Age of Empires. That's a good comment. Um, yeah, there's closeness, guys. Again, that Sega news pretty big, and they've been close uh, the past. Well, I mean, forever, really. Um, you know what, guys? Why don't we uh, move on to the last topic for tonight? And really, I mean, we could bite into this for hours, probably. According to an industry insider, Xbox has nabbed a big-name third-party title, uh, becoming an exclusive to Xbox platforms. According to Millie A., a video game data analyst, Xbox has secured a huge third-party title. Apparently, the words delighted and ecstatic are being thrown around describing uh, the behind-the-scenes action going on because of the excitement for this. Now, Centurion Pal, while this isn't an official kind of statement, kind of like the one that we just got from Sega, um, what do you think, like, what do you believe Xbox, uh, like, what game, I should say, do you believe that Xbox has secured the rights to? Because really, it could be anything, right? Well, for sure it could be anything, but at least we'll give some light that it came from um, at least somebody who releases info on Twitter that sees himself as a as a gaming analyst that actually has gotten things right in the past. And yeah, she came out and put that tweet, and now in all the circles I chat with and the videos I watch, I've heard so many names thrown, but a lot of the big ones out there um, are obviously... Um, Ubisoft with Splinter Cell. We also have um, Crytek's, uh, my gosh, uh, Rise, Son of Rome. That was another one that was thrown out. Uh, but if we really look at like what has been said, there is a lot of games out there that can be made. And, I mean, dude, we could see Kojima come out. That was another one that we talked about that earlier like because of how much is going on in the Asian market right now, especially with... Um, PlayStation po- focusing more on the Western market. Um, they have kind of put a lot of the Asian developers to the wayside, and all these Asian developers that are seeing the success of Game Pass. They're starting to see Xbox explode over there. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of eyes on the mic- on the Xbox brand over there, and especially the services they offer. It would not shock me if uh, Kojima came out on stage at the VGAs with Phil Spencer and talked about another partnership through Kojima. Because we got to remember, Phil Spencer had Kojima's uh, little doll, the the company mascot, on the shelf in the background in one of his interviews. And we know that Phil Spencer likes to play games like that where they put things in the background to subtly kind of mess with people and make them think, make them wonder. But... My gosh, you know, Microsoft is everywhere, as we could see. They just got Sega, for God's sakes, as a partner. So, I mean, could we really not think of one? What game could it not be? Mm-hmm. Right, and it could be anything. Think, but those are some good ideas. Go ahead, I Uni. I don't think it could. 
I know what it can't be, but I know like it could be a lot of things. Like, um, let's see. See, this is the thing I don't understand. Is it a new game, or it's a game that because I know, like, like for example, a lot of people want to see Persona Five Royal on Xbox. Do you know what I'm saying? So that could be a, a third-party game that's a big game that that come over the Xbox. But if it's a new game, I'm thinking like maybe the new Bioshock that we've been hearing in mm-hmm. maybe something like I don't think you could get GTA Six without acquiring Take Two. That's cap. Like I, I don't think they would do that, but hey, Microsoft has money. I don't, I don't, I don't see why you would spend all that money to get an exclusive. Might as well you just buy the whole kit in Kabuto. But um, like I said, um, but I, I'm thinking Bioshock. I'm thinking maybe, I, I don't know, uh, something that we're, that we're not thinking of. I don't know. I, I really, I really don't know. Like, like, like what you said, it could be anything. So I think I, personally, I, can I say what I think it is? Uh, of, of, uh, of, course, of course, I mean, you know, I always want to hear from you. I agree with you. It's hard to say, but I, I honestly think that she might have heard the Sega deal, that that was the deal, that, that she didn't have all the information right, but it sounds okay, like okay. that was, honestly, it sounds like that's what she referred to. And I do think that she's reliable, um, because she had uh, the Wolverines, uh, his his nails or whatever, his claws, three days prior to Sony State of Decay. Um, so I think that, that she was referring to Sega deal. And... State of play? You get State of Decay. <laughs> I know you're Xbox. The, the, the one where they, they announced... I don't know. That last one of theirs was a State of Decay. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> but that's my take. I think it was that. It makes sense. So I remember when I heard it and I thought she was pretty reliable. I couldn't wrap my head around it, but now it just seems like if there's a big deal that executives are shaking hands and 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 alighted, it Sega ha- definitely could have been the deal. And I don't think that they're gonna go with just having timed exclusives like Sony. They're they're looking on another level. T- there's levels to this, and Xbox is insane. Hey, uh, you can have this game for a, a year. We'll take it away from a certain amount of people. Xbox is saying, hey. Let's make cloud compute games. Let's do something big. Let's do it together. Let's put it on Game Pass day one, and let the let the uh, chips fall as they as they seem they should. Mm-hmm. I just hope we don't get a Rise of the Tomb Raider kind of blowback situation. Just <laughs> no, no, no. I'm here for it. No, I'm, I wasn't here last time. I'm here. I wish they would. I wish they would because you know now that you're bringing it up, you see you're gonna let me go on a tangent. I didn't hear no blowback when when Final Fantasy 16 was taken away from Xbox games, right? We didn't hear none of that. I didn't yep. hear any blowback when when Street Fighter V, when Final Fantasy VII still isn't on Xbox. We can go down to KOTOR, for God's sakes. That was an Xbox exclusive for like 20 years. Now we're we not going to get it. That's fine, right? No blowback. I played Wolverine on, on my 360. I played Spider-Man on my Xbox One, Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man 2, it's on Xbox One. Go and check it out. They took all of that away from Xbox gamers. They took it away, and they've been taken away. They took away. Goddamn, right now, um, um, the Avengers is on Game Pass. But I can't play with the Spider-Man DLC when it comes out. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because they took that away from us, too. And I don't want to hear nothing. Nobody who represents Sony or love... Uh, there's no Sony fan or media per- personality or whatever that can tell me that somehow Xbox is the bad guy for doing exactly what Sony have been doing to Xbox gamers for 
a de- more than two decades. I don't want to hear it. But anyway, sorry for the tangent. You so, can go ahead. Just to fuel that fire real quick, Square Enix helped uh, decide to uh, make P- uh, Microsoft the bad guy when they wrote the apology letter for Rise of the Tomb Raider exclusivity. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, even though they got $100 million for it. That's I know the, the game news. that Microsoft paid for, but where's my apology letter for all the games you just lift, listed off? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah exactly. Where, where's our apology? That's what, listen, Uncle Pete is my boy. But if you know how hot I was when he said, you know, I apologize. Apologize for what? Apologize for what? Bruh, listen, I don't know who's in PR, right? But they need to sit Uncle Pete down. Well, he came back and said he's, that's not, I'm not apologizing. He's like, hey, I just feel bad about the situation you're in. But no, I'm not saying I'm sorry. (laughs) You see how Uncle Aaron did it? Oh, yeah. I don't feel sorry. That's exactly how he should have did it. Or handle it like how Todd Howard said it and be political and say, well, you know, it's going to allow us to be make a better game. That's what the, the ponies tell us, right? They say that when, when you only focus on one platform, it, make, it makes for a better game, right? So, that, that, so they should like this. So that's my point. Like, I don't want to hear it about the, the hypocrisy of when Xbox gamers get the middle finger and been getting treated like trash from, 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 from PlayStation for years and years and years. They didn't even want crossplay for God's sakes. They didn't even want crossplay. So, so, so basically, they didn't even want us to be able to play with with your friends on PlayStation. They said, nope, you have to buy a PlayStation too. So I don't want to hear any hypocrisy, and that that's why I say I'm the official mythbuster because that's the problem. Whenever Xbox does something, again, now if Xbox come out and they find out Persona Six is Xbox exclusive, we're gonna hear all the crime. People like, um, what's that dude from, um, oh my gosh, Colin Moriarty. He's going to come out on his podcast and cry bloody murder and say, oh, Xbox is just hated. Guess what? They're already the most hated company in the world, and they're also the richest. So they don't care if you hate them even more. Xbox, do what you do. Fight for us. I'm done. You know, Tim, you brought up a Xbox good better point. Be careful about, I loved that line when he was like, they better be careful. Not, people are just going to be pissed, and they're just not going to play their games. Sure they are, because where else are they going to play them? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're going to build Thank PC? you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not for an hour, and then they'll buckle. Well, you yeah, you go and get that Microsoft Windows PC and really show it to Microsoft how much you hate them. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> but but Timmy, you brought up a good point too, like that this news could be about again the Xbox uh, partnership with uh, Sega here because that's just late breaking. But I'm kind of wondering too, guys, because uh, you know Xbox has their 20th anniversary celebration coming up in a couple of weeks, and you know, you know the timing of everything. You know, this is November 1st. Well, tomorrow is anyways. But uh, you know, it's only what two weeks away, and. Xbox and Sega. Sega has a lot of history with uh, Xbox titles, especially the original Xbox. Um, because, well, unfortunately, with the Dreamcast. I mean, could we see something from them at this event? Maybe backwards compatibilize. Uh, yeah. Yeah, possibly. Uh, listen, I just read uh, Sarah Bond's uh, statement on it. It's definitely games that they're going to be working on together. Uh, Xbox. She just tweeted? Yeah, no, it's, uh, well, I'll read it to you. Oh, from earlier? Okay. Yeah, no, it's, it's basically her page on Sega. Uh, seems like she's definitely involved, or she is involved. Um, but I'll read what it says uh, on the thing. Sega she has said she's, she's leading it. 
Yeah, Sega has played such an ironic, iconic role in the gaming industry and has been a tremendous partner over the years. We look forward to working together as they explore new ways to create unique gaming experiences for the future using Microsoft's cloud technologies. Together, we will re reimagine how games get built, hosted, and operated with the goal of adding more value to players and Sega alike. So, like I think, I do think that this is going to be a game where uh, it is a big multiplayer. I do think that it is probably going to be multi, it will probably uh, be um, uh, not exclusive unless they buy them. Um, but I do think that it just makes too much sense for them uh, to have day one uh, game pass. Um, so, at the very least, you're going to get this awesome new cloud game, new on your Game Pass, and um, it, there is a possibility, too, that they could go exclusive, too. Uh, I'm sure Sony has been cringing their teeth when they hear about this. Um, people have asked me, is this the same thing? No, this is not the same thing. Microsoft was basically trying to help Sony uh i believe do what xcloud does uh in, in a sense um you know or or give their cloud out so that they can perform the same things that xcloud's doing right now um it seems like sony's been real slow-footed in there um and uh i don't know how far those talks went but i could i honestly feel like xbox is just like really pressing um you know, pressing right now, the full court press is on, and uh, I honestly, I, I feel like like even us, like we're all taken back. Like they're on, they're acting like a number one evaluated company in the United States should act. They're 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 on their point, and you know, uh, the sky is the limit. This is huge news. I'm sure that they're going to probably have some more on it tomorrow, some more in depth discussion. There'll probably be some hot takes. Uh, but at the bottom line, this is a big relationship with a big, uh, you know, developer that many people have wanted Xbox to uh, deal with. So with well, that, I'm I got to you tomorrow. You know that. So yes. if anybody want to come through. I will see you guys tomorrow. I got to get out of here. I'm with my friends. They think I'm nuts. Um, but uh, love it all. Love you guys all. Great job today. Xbox Uni, you are awesome. Come on again. And I will see you guys no next week. Uh, yeah, see you, Timmy. But uh, yeah, guys, I know that we've been hopping out of this uh, Sega news that was just breaking. But I mean, crazy. I mean, we have to co cover this because, again, it it's fresh in our minds and there's still some stuff trickling out. But it's really, really amazing stuff. I mean, I, I'll admit I wasn't expecting uh, this news to break, but uh, whew, I mean, I mean, MLG. I am two, I'm two followers away from 2000. Please, somebody follow me. Please, <laughs> I'm, I'm right there. Like, they won't give it to me. I've been here all day. Anyway, sorry, but go ahead. Oh, no, sorry, but yeah, guys, definitely follow uh, Xbox University. Such a an interesting fellow, a really positive guy to follow on uh, social media. Hit him up for sure. Positive if you like Xbox. You say that, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> you got that right. But yeah, no, I, I wanted to ask MLD, though, because, buddy, again, you have a history with uh, the Sega consoles and games. I mean, this partnership for you, what does it mean? 
Um, okay, well, the Xbox fan in me, my first thought is that is the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Like, like, uh, it's like Sega is like, uh, they got out of the end of the console and market, and now it's, it's like them like making a triumphant return. But no, but it's just as a gamer who just like who has a, who just played grew up on Sega, it's just like it's like Xbox. The more and more like I'm with them, right? I'm with them right now, they're just adding things from my childhood that I like and making it part of Xbox. Like I grew, like I loved the original Doom and Doom Two, and now it's Xbox. Like I love Mech Warrior. They not they own the Mech Warrior IP. I played Mech Warrior Five earlier earlier this year. I love it. I I like Sonic uh, the Sonic games, and like who knows what the future is gonna hold with that. But now Sega is cozying up with Microsoft. It's like they get me <laughs> more than ever, and uh, I just really hope this Sega thing. Again, I, I said it before. Rich backlog, Japanese support family-friendly IP, they're going to do the greatest amount of good, hit all the check marks if the closer these guys get with each other. So I'm hoping this is the seeds of something great. Yeah, I'm over 2,000. Whoever followed me in the chat, thank you all so much. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Thank you all for following me, man. Like that, That's great, man. I'm trying to you know, be an advocate for the Xbox community, mid-busting these bulls. The, you know, I can't say those words, but mid-busting the nonsense. But yeah, Thank you so much, man. And like I said, Sega, anything that adds to Game Pass, I'm down for. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's indie. I don't care if it's a JRPG. And, and especially with Sega, it's a Japanese company, and that's what Microsoft is sorely missing. Because if you one of the big thing differences between Xbox and PlayStation is that PlayStation has well, it's losing a lot of its Japanese support, but PlayStation and Nintendo have way more Japanese support than Xbox. And us over in the U.S., we, we take that for granted, but there's a large, large market in the Asian community, and they need representation on Xbox as well. So it, it's nothing but good, and I love it. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely, man, absolutely. Like, it just, again, seeing this news pop up, it just, it makes me excited and also just very curious about what's in store for the future, the near future. It's, again, when I see this partnership, I'm like, well, are there any other partnerships coming up? Because that's Sega partnership. That's big. That's big. And uh, I don't think they're going to stop there because they have their hands in a lot of things. We know about different game projects in the works and man, they're just, they're on fire. They're on fire. Uh... It seems like global publishing has a lot on the table, and just Xbox Game Studios in general. Just again, it gets me exciting, and we're seeing a real—I almost want to say—renaissance in the Xbox gaming space. So uh, we have a bright future ahead, guys. Bright future in gaming for sure, and uh, I just—I can't wait. But uh, you know what, guys? I think on that note, we'll start uh, closing off the show for the night. And uh, I gotta say, guys, thanks for joining us tonight. The uh, Halloween edition of the show. I know it's not exactly a, a spooky, spooky show, but uh, damn, some uh, pretty late-breaking news to say the least. So that's pretty exciting. But a awesome crowd tonight, as per usual. Uh, loved all the seeing all the chat going on. You know, we talked about, uh, again, Halo Infinite news, all kinds of Xbox projects, and of course the Sega, the Sega-Microsoft uh, partnership. That's uh, very exciting with, uh, again, games being built on Azure from Sega and so on. Lots of infrastructure stuff. Uh, can't wait to see more details about that. But if you like tonight's show, fellas, then consider subbing to the channel, dropping a like, and sharing this out across social media outlets. 
again, get us out there, guys. Uh, we seem to be the only ones talking about this right now on YouTube, so uh, definitely share this out. Again, really fun show. Now let's get to the outros. Uh, Tim Dog obviously just left a few minutes ago. Let's start with our guest, Xbox Uni. Buddy, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. I, you know, it was a really, really great, fun talk with you. Uh, some really good energy. Where can everybody... Uh, I know you, uh, you already dropped your... Twitter handle, but is there anywhere else any, uh, they can follow you at? Well, guess what? I'm going to start a YouTube channel really soon, so but for, as for right now, give me a follow on Xbox University. It's the Xbox Universe. That's D-A Xbox Universe. That's the handle. Or just type in Xbox University. Um, and, you know, what, like I said, what we're trying to do is build advocates. You know, I, I really... I interact with MLD all the time <laughs> on Twitter. This is the first time we're talking like 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 talking actually in real time, but I do Twitter Spaces when any big news. So tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning, we're definitely doing Twitter Spaces. I'm gonna try to knock out as much work as I can tonight. So tomorrow <laughs> we're talking about this, and uh, so we can, like I said, we're trying to engage with the Xbox community and build it up because, like I said, you know, for the last couple of years it's been, you know, it's been a tough going, but we 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 rock with Xbox. We love where they're going. We love all the moves that they're making. And this week is starting off with a bomb on Sunday. And guess what? We still have five more days that they, they can drop news. And we know that Forza is coming up. So we're going to have a great time. And I want to thank you so much, Invader. Thank Tim Dog for inviting me, man. Anytime y'all want me, I'll come back on, man. And, you know, we'll chop it up. Thank you so much. Yeah, well said, brother. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we would love to have you back on soon. Again, love the energy and... Uh... Yeah, just, again, I really appreciate the commentary, and I definitely saw some love in the chat for you, for sure. So, yeah, we'll uh, try and get you back on ASAP. Uh, let's move over to the TXR crew here. Uh, Centurion, buddy, some uh, passionate uh, comments and takes tonight. Where can everybody follow you at? For anybody interested in following me, you can find me on my YouTube channel, Twitter, and of course, Xbox Live at Centurion1307. You can find me every Saturday night kicking it over on the Shop Podcast with the amazing PTK Blam and the other individuals over there. And you can also find me right here every Sunday night with these awesome group of gentlemen and our fine guests that we always have. It was really nice to meet you, Xbox Uni, right here on the TXR Podcast. Thanks for meeting you, man. I got you. Mm -hmm. And let's see. Eric Shockley, pal. Hey, buddy. Uh, it was a pretty exciting show tonight. Uh, who knows what the heck uh, we'll have in store the next few days. Uh, where can these fine people listening and follow you at? Yeah, as always, you can find me at Shock Nero on Twitter, Easy Shock on Xbox Live, and uh, anyone excited for that new Shin, Shin Megami Tensei Five on Switch... Apparently, screenshots have revealed there's a new mechanic called Demon Intercourse. So have fun with that one. Uh, uh, <laughs> the comments are wild. Uh, and, <laughs> and the Twitter. That, oh, boy. Um, but, yeah. Looking forward to that game. That game's going to be hopefully fire. So if anyone's played Persona or probably, I think, the SMT games are the better way to go. But, um but yeah, that one should be fire. Comes out, I think that comes out this next month too. So this, I'm running, um, not running out of stuff to play. I'm not running out. Of, I have too much to play. But and anyone uh, worried about Halo and it's oh, it's a month away. You know what's gonna happen after Forza drops in that first week? 
They have a whole month leading up to do nothing but talk about Halo. You think they're not going to show us glimpses over and over as we get closer and closer? Come on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, man. We, we're going to see more and more information as the weeks go on, and I'm not worried. I'm just excited. I'm really excited, and I want this game in my hands now. Um, but yeah, good stuff, Shockley. Uh, General MLD, buddy. Uh, again, really good stuff tonight, as per usual. Where can these fine people follow you at? Uh, thank you. Uh, Twitter is at MLD Ghost. YouTube is General MLD. I uh, want to th uh, thank Xbox University for uh, being a, a, a great, great guest. Great to finally talk to you in person. You're as passionate here as you are uh, on Twitter, just calling out all the uh, hypocrisies and and all the all the fanatics. So uh, <laughs> really, really, really great, really great energy here. Thank you. It's good, good, good show tonight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you on that one, pal. And to end this off, I'm Invader, and you guys can follow my content on YouTube over at Invader Gaming. Again, it was great to have you all here tonight. Have a happy Halloween, everyone, and we look forward to seeing you all here next Sunday. Who knows if uh, we have more uh, breaking news uh, dropping throughout the week. I would love to get some more details on this whole Sega partnership with Microsoft and Xbox. But, uh, hey, again, we'll, we'll hopefully we find out during the week and uh, much more. Uh, have a good one, folks. See ya.